generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. Okay, let's start off with so many readings, but let's start off with hmm, Matthew chapter 5, 13 to 16. Matthew 5, 13 to 16. Thank you, sound guys. The sound sounds good on the stage. How is it in the house? Matthew 5, 13 to 16. It says, you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. Look at your neighbor say, I am not good for nothing. Say, I am good for something. Say, no, I can't see you talking to anybody. Say, no, say to yourself, I am not good for nothing. I am good for something. It says, you are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket. But they put that lamp where? On a lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. Let's read the last verse together. Let your light so shine before men. See your good works. Glorify your father. Read that last line again. Let your light, that means you have light. But I don't know what to do, you have light. But I'm confused, you have light. But my business is not working, you have light. But I thought I'd be married by now. You have what? Somebody shout, I have light. I love that shout, but I know it can be better. I've heard you shout louder on the conductor when I didn't give you your change. <laughs> well, I've not heard it, but I can imagine it. When you went to the Amala joint and didn't give you enough begiri, and they will do shout the way you shouted at Rafiat the Amala seller. <laughs> Judges chapter 6. Judges chapter 6. From verse 2, or just verse 2 for the sake of this. So don't forget our key character is who? Gideon. And the hand of Midian prevailed against Israel because of the Midianites. The children of Israel, what did they do? They made for themselves what? Shout it. What did they make for themselves? Dens, caves, and the strongholds which are where? In the mountain. And verse 3, what does it say? Give, give it to us, verse 3. 
So it was whenever Israel had sown, Midianites would come up. Also Amalekites and the people of the east would come up against them. <laughs> what did God make Israel? What did God make Israel? What did he make them according to Matthew chapter 5? Salt and light. What did Israel make themselves in verse 2 of Judges 6? Yeah, give it to us. Can it can this be more defined? It's like it's a little confused between Matthew 5:13. Yeah, thank you very much. They made for themselves what? Dens, caves, and strongholds. What did God make them lights to be set where? On a hill. What did they make themselves? Dens, caves, strongholds. Somebody shout dens. Caves, strongholds. Look at your neighbor and say, where are the dens that you've made for yourself? Where are the caves that you've made for yourself? And where are the strongholds? Help me get out of your seat and tell uh, five people, get up and get out. Salt and light, get up and get out. Get up and get out. That's today's message. Some of you are saying it with a smile. I want to say with militant focus and intensity that you're not here to play games with them because they've been hiding their light for such a long time. They've been hiding in the woodwork. They've been hiding the solution. They have been hiding their potential and their giftedness. They have not been manifesting their virtue to the whole world. You know they can sing, but they are not in KMT. They are not doing song covers on YouTube. They are not launching their vocal training channel on MixLR. Uh, you know they can paint, they can doodle, they can draw. But the only time they draw is when they are playing with their baby cousins. If you know anybody with a hidden gift or a hidden ability that we don't know about, go to that person and say, you, you you get up and get out get up and get out get up and get out the day i discovered you could rap i was wondering why were you putting your rapping gift under wraps the day i discovered that you could sing i was wondering why you only singing in your bathroom and saying well i don't really know what to do the day i discovered you have the capacity for business look at somebody say get up and get out Lord, we'll release the grace for activation of others' atmosphere. We'll proclaim that everyone in here is broken out of every confinement and every limitation in the name of Jesus. From today, we'll not hide our gifts. We'll not hide our potential. We'll not limit ourselves, but we'll express ourselves freely and fully according to your divine mandate. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Please be seated and tell yourself, get up and get out. All right, so let's go. Our key, key, cardinal character, his name is Gideon, like we all know. And what does Gideon mean? What does Gideon mean? Great destroyer. He was raised for such a time as he was, but he didn't believe it. 
And we know all of that story. We read it from the book of Judges chapter 6. Where it was saying to the angel, Hey, I'm the smallest, I'm the least, I'm the this, I'm the that. I don't have what it takes to be able to get on this assignment. Most of us are in that place in our lives where we feel overwhelmed and fatigued. We don't feel like we have exactly what it takes to be able to break out of even the personal constraints in our lives. How many of us feel so much pressure in our lives right now? Pressure to just survive. Sometimes to take care of yourself. And you know, some of us, we have money, but we don't have the time to even be able to think through the resources we have to maximize it for the days ahead. For some of us, we actually make enough money for ourselves, but there's family pressure. You have to cater to daddy and mommy and brother and sister and pay somebody's school fees and somebody's hospital bills. Who am I speaking to? Am I on your roll this morning? Talk to me if I am. Right? There's some of us who have enough money, we have enough time, but our emotions are under duress. We have been stretched. We have been strained. We have been pulled on. And almost feels as though when you're out of one thing, another thing pops up. Who's been there before where it feels like the moment you're able to deal with this challenge here comes another one and here comes another one like your neighbor says another here's another one yeah yeah yeah. here comes another one it's like a domino effect things are just spilling here there and everywhere look at that person and say god knows god knows god knows what you're going through God, God knows what you're going through. Yes. Uh, uh, some of us are in places where you've gone all natural. Was, ah, I like your natural hair and don't know that's actually a money-saving strategy. Oh, come on. Can I talk right now? <laughs> can I talk right now? Uh, people don't know there's actually cost savings. Just just common sense, budgeting and planning. Uh, I, because, I mean, you, 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 wore, you wore that wig long enough for the wig to say, please have mercy on me. You say... You you say your father, his mercies are new every morning. But, but you're not merciful now. You're, you're merciless. And you've been wearing that wig for so long, you've worn it out and it's almost worn out. And look at your neighbor say, your father knows. Your father knows about it. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Come on, Tombs, give me that laughter. That join river. Uh, yeah, yeah. Look, look at the lady beside you. Say, say, ladies, I respect you. I honor you. I value you. I, I cherish you. <laughs> right? So sometimes we're going through all of those things and we feel God is not aware. So when God gives us an assignment or an instruction... We're almost like, God, do you know what I'm going through? Like, God, it's like you don't really understand what's going on. Because if you really did, you won't be asking me to be a great deliverer. If you really did, you won't be putting another layer of pressure on me. Because it's bad enough that I have pressure and you seem aloof. Now, you're asking me to do something. You're asking me to help people. You're asking me to take care of orphans when I'm one myself. You're asking me to help widows when I'm single. You're asking me to help people with their finances. <laughs> when finance, I don't see. <laughs> it's amazing how God works. But here's the deal. God does not relate with you based on your situation. He relates with you based on your predestination. He said that he foreknew you. 
He called you. He justified you. So all the circumstances that you've made a catalog of, that you have a reel of God says, I know that and more. In fact, there are some problems you don't know that you have that I know you have. So when you present your catalog of problems for God and say point one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, God says, is that all? He said eight, nine, ten. Is that all? Yes, I can't remember. Angels are like, ah, go more. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. We're just covering you. We're padding you. Are you here? The mercy of God is not only seen in his intervention and the problems you know you have. His mercy is also seen in the fact that he does not let you know all the problems you have. Because if the ones you have are already driving you into this mental state, how much more the problems he delivers you from? So, for example, Gideon, you're complaining. I don't have this. I don't have that. But in the midst of the invasion of Midian, Gideon still had some wheat to thresh. The text said the Amalekites and the Midianites, they came upon the harvest and they took everything they had. But have you noticed that when the enemy takes your harvest, God still gives you some wheat to thresh? Come on, somebody. What is wheat? Wheat is the raw material you use for bread. That when it seems like bread is not coming, somehow you still have the raw material. So you have no job but you still got skills. You have no accommodation but you still have favor to be able to squat with somebody. We are the grateful people. I know some of you don't want us to know where you are. But sometimes you don't have the money but you have the connects. So you don't have the socket, but you're still the plug. Sometimes you don't have what you think you need, but the mercy of God leaves some messy drops in your life. And is there anybody who wants to stop being the spoiled child, complaining about everything they don't have, and they want to say, God, I thank you. My mind is still sane. My eyes can still see. My hands can still clap. My voice can still shout. My feet can still tap. My energy is still there. I didn't come on a stretcher this morning. I am still in control of my ambulation. I don't an ambulance I can move around can we celebrate God for the wheat even though it's in the wine press I still got some wheat no bread but I got wheat no bread but I got the raw material no finished product but it's still there no admission yet but I have a mission and God can add to my mission failed IELTS but I still have JESUS my preaching to this morning did you come to the house of God and the gathering of the believers somebody shout thank you Jesus I hear the voice of grateful people I hear the voice of grateful people grateful I still have some wheat W H E A T. Give us that scripture where it says that he had wheat in the wine press. Some said W H E A T. 
Whiskey. He still had some wheat in the wine press. He still had some wheat media. Come and help me before I help myself. He still had some wheat in the wine press. And how many of you know that you cannot spell W-H-E-A-T? Oh yes, W-H-E-A-T without spelling H-E-A-T. So in the middle of all the coldness and lukewarmness, Gideon, if you are still strong enough to say I will not die of hunger, if you are still strong enough to survive another day, that means you still have enough heat to help somebody else. Because if you have enough seed to sustain yourself, I can trust you to feed more than yourself. I don't know who it is who's understanding that. But the drive you had to say I will not take my life, I will not commit suicide, I will not give up on myself, I will keep living another day. God said that drive you have for personal sustenance, I can multiply it to preserve your family, to preserve your community. This is the reason everybody God used. He met them in isolation, but he didn't leave them in desolation. So Moses, as broken as you are, you still have enough heat to take care of the sheep of your father's house. I can multiply that. David, you're in the backside of nowhere, but you're looking after sheep. I can multiply that. Gideon in the wine press. I can multiply that. Elijah out of the woodwork. I can multiply that. So whilst you're thinking about personal survival, God said, no, I'm thinking about national significance. In the month of August, I release it over the atmosphere. Some of us in this house who will enter into national platforms, national environments. Now uh, your amen sounds like you need some encouragement. Shout yeah, somebody. High five yourself and say, I'm here for all of it. Here for all of it. Here for all of it. So what do we find? God wants him to come out, but he's hiding. And in Deuteronomy 28, from 1 to 3, Deuteronomy 28, 1 to 3, for time's sake, I'll read very quickly. He said, now it shall come to pass, watch this. If you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high. The Lord your God will set you where? High. <laughs> Above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come where? I want to please follow this. This is important. I want to draw some parallels. He said all these blessings will come upon you. And shall overtake you. Because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be where? In the city. And blessed shall you be where? the country because you obey the voice of the living God the blessings will come where up on you upon you so the blessing watch this there's the blessing of the deep don't forget that but the blessing is talking about here is that the blessing is going to be so significant it's going to be on a high place there are blessings in God you don't settle into you rise up to because the blessing shall come where upon you when you are standing where you should be standing, when your position is right, how do I know? Behold, how good and pleasant it is for rent to dogs get in unity. It's like the oil where upon. Follow that. It says, like the dew of Zion upon upon the mountains of Zion. For where? There. So there is a place for the commanded blessing. 
Now the blessing of justification, the location for that is Christ. But the blessing of multiplication, the location for that is obedience. So it can be justified but not yet multiplied. Because God didn't just say to Abraham, because you believe in Christ, I will make you father of many nations. No, he says, see, I've seen Abraham because he will command his house. Therefore, I can multiply this. Is somebody following that? This is the frustration of many believers. I'm saved. I'm born again. I'm sanctified. Are you obeying the word for the moment? Are you seeing that? He said, upon now, God put them upon, he said, a city set upon a hill cannot be hidden. But what did they do? What did they do? Judges 6 verse 3. They made for themselves, they made, verse 2 rather, they made for themselves what? There's what? The caves and the strongholds. So God said, I want to set you above, but you're putting yourself under. The blessing would come upon the mountain. But where do you find caves? Inside the mountain. Where do you find dens? Inside the mountain. Where you find strongholds? Below. Stop standing below what you're called to stand on top of. So God said, I want you to have visibility, notoriety, to have penetration in the marketplace. But I'm like, if I can just find one internship job there. I'm not sure the people I'm preaching to came this morning. Because some of you are looking a little somehow. Is somebody, I think it's Kenneth I came to preach to in the service. Or maybe not yet because they're laughing. I need to preach. There's so much virtue in me. I need to preach to somebody. There is no place where God puts a man in a den. Daniel did not choose the lion's den. He was thrown in there. The location for the believer is above. But because you are like God and God gives you the license for self-determination, you can make for yourself dens. You can make for yourself caves. You can make for yourself strongholds. So he said, I'm just in a little corner. You put yourself there. Oh, come on. Can I talk right now? I, I came to destroy a stronghold. <laughs> I'm just managing. You put yourself there. Because the Bible didn't say, and God commanded Gideon, go into the stronghold. No! They made for themselves. Why? Because they believed they had no choice. Do you know that you often rise to the height of the choices you think you have? Some of you are missed. Did I come to talk to this morning? You rise to the heights of the choices that you think you have. Your current experience is not a definition of God's possibilities for you. They're the current reflection of your choices so far based on your perception of what you think God has for you. Oh Lord, help me. I think I should be going to the island. Yeah, I, I can't feel a pool on what I'm... I can't, I can't feel it. I can't feel it. I can't... I, I really need to preach to... Who, who wants me to preach to them? Because part of how my oil works is desire. Can, can I talk to you? Pilan, the same faith that you're using to push your juice business and sell it in hundreds. Do you have that same faith? 
can reach a million people? What is the issue? The issue is not what you are doing. The issue is how you are thinking about it. Because when you put yourself in a den, you have also created the cap over your head. When you stand on a mountain, mountains don't have roofs. Mountains don't have caps. Mountains don't have a covering. When you stand on a mountain, this is why Caleb didn't say, give me this den. Caleb didn't say, give me this cave. Caleb didn't say, give me this stronghold. He said, give me this. Where are the mountain takers? Where? Where are the mountain climbers? Where? Where are those who are going to stand on the mountain? I'm not just in the industry to perch on a craggy cliff. I am there to rise all the way to the top. I proclaim over as many as believe this in the name of Jesus. Even at 85 like Caleb, you still be climbing mountains. That amen is coming up but it's not yet there. You will still be climbing mountains. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm not doing dance any longer. 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 I'm not, I'm not doing dance any longer. You've done dance enough. You've been hidden enough. See, when God called you to be salt, watch this. Salt in a salt shaker is admirable but not influential. So I can look at this and say, ah, this salt is very nice. So, see, the grains are very fine. Very nice. Well, uh uh-uh. It's white, but it's in the shaker. Salt in a shaker does not change the taste of anything. And there are many believers who are in the shakers of life. People admire your qualities, but you don't make a difference. Oh, can I talk right now? Could it be possible that God is so interested in you being bold about the level of visibility you can get that he did not go into the den, the cave, or the stronghold to look for anybody? He went to look for someone who was in the wine press, was not in the cave, was not in the den, was not in the stronghold, but the person was making the most of the little light they thought they could afford to have. And God said, I can see what you are doing so far. Oh, yo, yo, oh, God, just give me seven witnesses who will embody this revelation. And there might be somebody, you don't have 50,000 followers on Instagram, but you're serving the 2,500 regularly. And one day, one post is going to get an attention. Some of you know an influencer on social media who's been writing, he's been serving for years, writing on controversial topics and philosophical topics and pop culture topics for years. And all of a sudden, last week, he wrote something very contentious and it's on the global media and someone says God do it for me do you know how many posts he has written do you know how long he has done it do you know how many days he has done it God cannot be mocked look at your neighbor say get out of the den get out of the den get out of the den get out of the soul shaker many of us are like this inside the soul shaker we're excited we dance around we dance around, but guess what we don't do? We don't open up. We don't open up. 
So you keep incubating that idea for years. Waiting for perfection that will never come. Never come. Say, I want to be polished. I want it to be manicured. I want to be pedicured. You are in a den. Look at him and say, get out of the den. You know when you are in the den, guess what people say? Den, den, den. It don't happen. Den. I'll talk about more about this in the second service. But there are reasons why we stay hidden. They were hidden in a den. God says step on the mountain. Have you noticed that when Jesus would pray, he would go where? Where would he go? To the mountain to pray. That when God spoke to Abraham, get out of the tent and come out so you can see the sky. God said, I did not call you into limitation. And as difficult as you might think it is, the limitations in your life were man-made. Oh, God, help me now. This is, I'm dealing with a stronghold because many of you are struggling to break out of this. So you're inside the salt shaker and you're dancing every Sunday. I know what we're dancing. This is salt dancing on salt. Revelation on revelation. But no influence. Just dancing. Ah, let's do review. Some of you, they even be begging you to do review. How can you get the real view if you struggle for review? Something should be organic. Organic. Do you tell the people of the world that they should review uh, Tiwa Savage's music or Don Jasmine before they freely do it? And meanwhile... Many believers will be liking the pages of all those people. But when you see your Christian brother post something, and just because they have 12 likes, you'll be like, it's too small for my life. Who are you? Should I shake it? We will not see you liking this sixth page and putting comments there on PLT's page and putting comments on Minister Uche's page. But when we see Don Jazzy or Portable, or we see a so-called Christian celeb wearing miniskirts, a mean or nisket. We'll see you liking him. Look at your neighbor and say, get out of the den. I know you're a lion, but God didn't design the lion to, that you are to be in the den. God designed the lion that you are to roar from the mountaintop. He said the lion of Judah will rouse himself and he will roar. Are you hearing this? High five your neighbor say, I'm getting out of the den. I'm I'm not staying in the den any longer. I'm not breaking myself in the den any longer. I'm not staying there in the den any longer. Let me see if I can rush through a couple of things. Why do we hide? I think I'll give more reasons in the second service. But one of the major reasons why we hide, you know why we hide? One major reason? Number one, we hide because of shame. That's the first reason we hide. We hide because of shame. Shame that stems from something that was done. Fidel, if you really want to sleep. You can. Because you've been yawning quite a bit. Right. Seriously, if you want to sleep, either you stand and walk, in it. In it. <laughs> or when everybody's standing, just use that one to wake you can be yawning. Right? 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 Shame, number one reason why we hide. 
Why have you not started that podcast? Why have you not started that vlog? Why have you not started that outreach? Why have you not started that quarterly visitation? One number one reason, shame. Many of us are dealing with shame. Sorry, many of us are carrying shame we have not dealt with. Oh, can I talk right now? Shame about your background. Shame about where you're from. Imposter syndrome is oftentimes a greater consciousness of inadequacy than focus on my abilities. Shame. I'm too fat. Oh, can I talk? My belly is big. They think I'm pregnant. Meanwhile, it's a podcast you are doing. They are not even seeing you. Can I talk? Can I? You see how shame masquerade? Yeah, yeah. Do you see that? You see how shame can masquerade? Because one of the things about shame, shame makes you think everybody is seeing you the way you are seeing you. Shame. My house is not fine enough. I don't have a backdrop. So let my back drop. Dealing with shame. Oh, can we talk about it? In fact, some people are dealing with so much shame that they are afraid to talk about shame. Because oftentimes, things that you can't talk about, you've not overcome. Or you've not confronted. So it owns you because you don't own it. I've dealt with shame. I'd carry over when I, everybody knew I was one of the smartest people in the class. And so, walking into a class with people that were a year my junior and would attend my fellowship. I wonder, oh, Pastor, we know you're very smart. <laughs> like, what's going on? And some of the shame comes from contradiction. As how somebody walked up to me, you know, like back in those days, and said, ah, so how is your master's going? <laughs> shame. Can I talk right now? Many of us carry the consciousness of shame in our minds and it becomes a burden that slows us down. One of the things Gideon was saying is, where are all the miracles? In other words, I'm ashamed to say I'm an Israelite and all of these things are happening. It's a contradiction. Let me just tell you something. If you don't have personal shame, all of us have national shame. Is that so? I've been to maybe about 11 or 12 countries now. I think two and through at least 12 countries now. And when, I mean, when we went to, was it Seychelles we went to the last time? That they stopped us at the counter. And they, I mean, I had to literally be bringing out the dollars I have. And they had to be asking me what I do. And we we're, were the last people to leave. Last people to leave. Clearance. National shame. So there are many of us who are thinking, God is saying, go global. You're like, I'm in Nigeria. Say my accent. And this is why the children of this world are bolder in their day. Because born a boy is not ashamed. But you that were born a boy and born again, you are hiding your light. I came to judge that demonic spirit today. Bonner boy will go on stage and be doing a remix of all the African steps and strip himself. But you want to be padded up even in your finest clothes. You're not as attractive as a naked man. Oh, can I talk right now? Can I talk right now? Shame. My eyes are too big. Is it your eyes they are looking at or the value you're manifesting? 
because the truth of the matter is many of us are so ashamed of our container and not proud of our content salt in plastic is still salt salt in clay is still salt salt in paper box is still salt salt in glass is still salt salt that is labeled wrongly is still salt so your packaging might be wrong but your content is right your packaging might be wrong but your potency is right and guess what god can change your packaging in a moment he can change it in one day that was what happened to joseph joseph was sold but in prison and when the king needed him all of a sudden the king called him out he shaved and repackaged if you focus on the salt that you are like all those worldly people now have PR people in London. You think it's just their, their organic gifts. No. When you see those celebrities packing our stadiums, there's a lot of machinery behind the data, behind the digital analysts, behind the promoters, behind the journalists. Why? Once you have the salt and you keep pushing the salt, the chef will show up. The helpers will show up. The mixers will show up. Don't wait for everything. Start what God has given you. of you you are even too ashamed to stand up right now and receive this word please those who are not ashamed come and look for five people and tell them no more shame in my game no more no more shame in my game 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 no more no more shame I'll pick it up from here in the second service. No more shame in my game. I know I used to wet the bed till I was about 9, 10, going on 11. But no more shame in my game. Let me tell you, all those issues and stuff, they are in your head. They are not in the minds of people until you project it into them. Am I talking to somebody? They are in your head. Oh, my dad used to beat my mom. We didn't know until you told us. So if you choose to tell us, tell us from a place of confidence and from a place of a different decision, and from a place of revelation, not from a place of pity and brokenness. Of course, in your closer because you're vulnerable, sometimes you can expose that. But I'm saying don't export your weakness to the world. It is actually, but that's not the one they're looking for. Many of us are so used to see sympathy is a reward that is too weak to sustain you on the long term. People will sympathize with me. People will empathize with me. It's too weak. It's not a self-propagating resource. See, people will not have mercy on me. What do you mean people have mercy on you? Are they the son of David? Blind Bartimaeus didn't ask fellow blind people blind man you're not see the people you are looking for for mercy some of them are as blind as vulnerable as weak as upset as you are so the way you are saying nobody is helping me are you helping them finance their private jets say you have a private jet you give me money no you should be looking for ways to support them because their expenses are more than yours isn't that so your expense is $50,000 a week. This is $50,000 a day. And you're putting yourself in a den. Look at him and say, get out of the den. Stop preaching. Look at some and say, get out of the den. Let me drop this and then we'll continue the second service for those who are here. 
Shame, remain standing. Don't drop this and then move. Shame. <laughs> That's one major reason. Ashamed of your accent. So you will never travel. You don't know what I'm talking about. Welcome to my channel. This is a channel. In this channel, I will teach you three chapter things. Number one, how not to be talking like a frog. Hallelujahs. Listen, the world is not looking for a remixed Chris Brown. They are looking for an authentic whiskey. They are not looking for a remixed Kirk Franklin. They are looking for authentic Tim Godfrey. This is the reason the foreign artists can collaborate with him as often as they do. He brings, let me, I was talking to somebody yesterday, speaking with somebody yesterday, and he said, Samuel Okboso, he told me some details, some good stuff about his ministry and travels and all of that. And he said that somebody in America was saying to him, they're not they invite us, where would they America? The way then they invite you, right? So they will fly Sammy to America and you came more frequently than many of the people there. And the guy was asking why, he said, said that somebody said it's most likely because of this that they believe the african people that can actually do african songs in america and europe they've been diluted and compromised so i'm looking for the organic real raw some of you have refined yourself out of relevance you have become refined salt but when the iyala say one salt is looking for the grainy are you understanding what i'm saying He's looking for the cock. That's why I love what Limo Blazers doing. Boy, the blazing the trails. He's moving here and there. Lacrae is so excited about him. Opening doors for him. Partnerships are happening because they understand I don't need to partner with somebody who is exactly like me. You don't offer me that more value. But if you have some authenticity somewhere and you have enough Western hint or edge to be able to enter into that place without being abrasive, we go open doors for you. Are you hearing? So Joseph, he had the authenticity of his Hebrew nature and the original organic gift telling ability and enough Egyptian to be really oh, yeah, just enough Egyptian are you hearing what I'm saying so when you hear me preach you can tell I'm African but there is a hint of westernization where an American can understand what I'm saying a European can understand what I'm saying are you getting what I'm saying that's what you do. You know something? I want to talk to you today in the name of the Lord. I have come to you by the grace of my shepherd. Two weeks in Canada with a new accent. It's good. I need to go, guys. But let me, let me, I need to drop this one for you guys. Look at your neighbor and say, we're not looking for your case, we're looking for your salt. Tell that person, we're not looking for your lampstand, whether it's gold or wood, we're looking for your lights. Tell that person, so get up and get out. Now, let's talk about shame. Please realize that Jesus dealt with shame. He dealt with shame. How did he do? Hebrews 12 verse 2, all of us, as long as you're human, shame will visit you. You will feel a course where you are the one facilitating tutorial class. Me, I know I have experience. 
you wet bed, like me and some of my pickings. You might struggle with a habit, drugs, or sex, or uh, threesomes, or whatever. You are saying, oh God. Some of the hands you have shaken in fellowship this morning, you have no idea where they've been. Thank you for the blood that sanctifies. Us. And if we're good enough for Jesus, we better we're good enough for his children. You understand? So you, you struggle with shame, but how do you deal with the shame? And I hope this blesses somebody for life. Hebrews 12 verse 2. Looking unto Jesus the author and of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, what did he do? And what you do to your shame is you put your shame to shame. I'm getting ready to bless somebody today. He did not say Jesus had no shame. Jesus, he won't have plenty shame die. If I get shame die. <laughs> but he despised the shame. Now, imagine this. This guy, you multiply loaves of bread. No film trick. No Photoshop. We saw that. We've seen you escape the insurgency of Roman soldiers. We saw you. Many times they wanted to stone him to death. The Bible says, and he left them. They didn't know how. We saw you pick out word of knowledge without encyclopedia. There was no Google. You didn't Google it. We know you are powerful. But <laughs> what was happening now? Uh -huh. They slapped you without a joke. They plucked your bear and said, ah, still they come. They spat in your face. Ah, ah, oh, yeah. Then they now stripped your clothes. What's going on? Then they now carry the cross was the international symbol of shame. The death on the cross was the worst kind of death because you had to carry it all through town. The pathway from the city center, the praetorium, all the way to Golgotha, it meant that every major landmark in the city they will see you. So, this is not that your timeline didn't show my timeline. Everybody's timeline saw Jesus is real for real. Jesus dying now, trending. The so-called self-made miracle worker cannot work anything out. Cannot work. See, you gotta understand that because sometimes we skip through these things. And some of the people that he healed were still waiting. You know how your hero is suffering, and you're thinking, Oh, this is not in the apple. You will change it for them. And he said it. If I could right now, if I wanted to right now, I will call my father and angels will come down. But he was going through all of that and he despised the shame. Look at your neighbor. Say there is a joy beyond your shame. It is exactly that joy the devil does not want you to see. That's the joy that God, the devil does not want you to have. So he wants to make your shame bigger than it is. Because that thing you are ashamed of, let me tell you what I know. There is somebody who went through that thing and is doing much better right now. Oh, you don't hear what I'm saying? I'm a pastor. So people can find me and tell me stuff both on the platform and on the stage. There are people right now who have not done as bad rather who have done worse things than what you have done who are still doing bad things and god is using them massively don't ask me about the theology behind that because grace can be scandalous look at your neighbor say that issue is not the issue 
because that issue the blood settled it but why did God say looking unto Jesus in other words Mr. Uche Jesus is our example why does it say looking unto Jesus this thing says the deal when they slapped him he took it when the spot on his face he took it when they pushed him down he took it when they stumbled he took it when they tore his clothes he was naked on the cross they took it but let me tell you what I know about salt as long as salt is covered you can admire it but it can make a difference so as long as Jesus was covered in all of his glory they could admire him but it couldn't make a difference so everything they were doing to him was stripping him so that he would be naked enough to go into the soup of humanity because humanity wasn't hot soup but Jesus was the salt and salt that is clad is useless salt has to be naked so the biggest victories of your life are connected to your vulnerability in God you know hear what I'm saying God was trying to tell watch this God was trying to tell mankind that in the beginning man was naked but God covered him with his glory and he became aware of his nakedness but the last Adam I'm going to put to shame what the enemy tried to shame the first Adam with which was nakedness so the last Adam will come naked and as naked as he was he will be the covering for mankind you don't hear what I just said he used a naked preacher to cover the world a naked redeemer to cover the world a naked healer to cover the world Jesus was uncovered so you will be discovered Jesus was uncovered so that you'll be recovered Jesus was uncovered so that you will be covered by his garments God was trying to tell us that when you feel naked I got you when you're stripped I got you when you have no money I got you no child yet I got you no husband yet I got you because Jesus he was not married but he has more children than all the married people put together he wrote no book but more books have been written about him than any other person in history he didn't have a physical house throughout his life maybe once in a while he had a place to sleep and all of that but now there are more houses built in his name because he despised the shame look at that thing trying to shame you say I put you to shame in the name of Jesus I refuse to be hidden behind my dentition behind my skin color my height my environment my body no 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 I put you to shame in the name of Jesus I put you to shame I despise the shame and guess what as naked as it was God used him you might not have the microphone you need but start the podcast your face might have some zits and some blitz get on video put the shame to shame you know the backstory of your life and what you did in the back of the car but I know what God has for your future and what is doing on the front side of your life focus on Jesus Jesus didn't say how can I be the savior of the world born to a carpenter born amongst sheep do you know how disgraceful it is to be born amongst animals do you know how shameful it was for people to say he's not really just all he dealt with shame but when it came to his assignment I despise the shame and I'm looking unto Jesus high five somebody say get up and get out
out. Get out of the soul shaker. Get out of the wood walk. Get out of the limitation. Get out of the breakdown. Get out. Get out. Get out. Ah, somebody's not telling their neighbor. Get out. Get out and get on the road. Get moving. Get out of the den. Get out of the cave. Get out of the stronghold. Get out of the limitation. You might not be good enough, but you're in Christ. And Christ is good enough. Your voice may not be the best, but you're in Christ. He will add oil to your voice. Oh, if I was looking for my voice, I wouldn't have written hundreds of songs and, and released an album. I would not. But I've learned to focus on the best I can do per time and keep pushing it. Keep, keep pushing. Are you hear it? Hallelujah! Are we coming out, people? Are we coming out, kings? We are stepping out. We are rising. We are rising. We are getting out. No more limitations. We are not stuck in the den. We are not stuck in the cave. No more strongholds. Shame has nothing on us. Shame has nothing on us. Someone shout that. Shame has nothing on me. Shame has nothing on me. Shame has nothing on me. I can't hear you, kings. Shame has nothing on me. I'm coming out. I am coming out. Yes, no longer am I stuck in a salt shaker. No longer, no longer. Oh, despise the shame. Someone deal with that shame even right now. Come up higher, come up higher. Oh, yes, the mountain top is for you. Don't stay stuck in the caves. Don't stay stuck in the den. Come up higher. Come up higher. Hey, can someone make a resolve in this moment to decide and declare that they will obey every single line, every single word that has been spoken this morning? Can we declare in the name of Jesus? These words do not fall to the ground and die ordinarily, but they spring forth. Yes, light shines through me this week. Yes, in this coming month, there will be a transformation. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. No longer am I staying stuck. No longer am I staying low. Ah, yes, I'm rising. I'm despising the shame. I'm despising the limitations. I'm despising the restrictions. I'm breaking loose. I'm breaking out in the name of Jesus. Can someone pray this? Pray this in just a minute more. I ring Kambalos Ekerias. Yekin Sopranadabakalasias. Blessed shall you be as you obey the word, the voice of the word of God. Nikrasuru Badabasias. Yeprokabalasindarabosas. The Lord has predestined you for this. He has made the grace available. We are stepping out, kings. We are stepping out, kings. Thank you, Abba. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Can someone give God all the praise for such an amazing season? word in season can someone give god a higher praise this morning i know we are more grateful i know we have more salt in us to give him the little that we seem to think we have hallelujah can we give god a higher praise this morning 
Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 God has called you salt and light. No more caves, no dens. God didn't put us there. He said above only and not beneath. Above only. Above only. We are standing on mountains. We are standing. We are taking our own mountain. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Such an amazing work. Can we honor God with a loud clap for the gifts upon this house in person of our dear father and pastor, Pastor Dami Oluwatoibo. I thought we were going to make it just a little louder. I thought we were just going to raise it up a little more. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this how.